Phoenix Overlook Pop Culture. And welcome to uh, episode 89. Um, had to take a break last week, uh, um, but we're back. And Shaggy and I took a look at Windows 10. And yeah, I eagerly kept waiting, kept waiting for the thing to download. And it technically did, but I, the files weren't activated for install. And so I, I, I cheated and uh, used some uh, command line trickery. I had to delete certain files in order for that portion of Windows Update to actually function properly for it. But it worked. Um, took longer than I wanted it to, but oh well. Um, you, you, you used the same command line Wait, you used the media creation tool, though, didn't you? Uh, well, no, I also used the command line route um, because I searched that up, and I was wondering why it didn't already be downloaded uh, Windows 10 So, because I tried to find that folder. I was talking to you at that point last week, and I was wondering why that folder didn't exist. I'm like, I already have my copy reserved. I reserved it like the moment that that desktop app showed up. So I would assume... Because I had prior uh, commitment to it, I should have been able to at least been have a slightly higher priority, with the exception of those who were participated in the uh, insider preview, which I did. I lost my copy, but I did participate, so I would assume that that would help me out, but it didn't. So I didn't even have the folder downloaded, so I was able to force... Windows update to do that by using that command line tool and deleting all the files that are in that update folder and got that downloaded. And once it finally downloaded, it did it in about 20 minutes and I was sitting at work and I was, uh, see, I had, didn't have much going on that day. So I promoted it to my PC and tried to update. So I restarted my computer and the update failed to install three or four times. So, I was a little frustrated, a little annoyed because I thought it would just have been seamless and installed just fine. Nope. So I downloaded the media creation tool, which I did uh, a simple Google search, and that brought me to that. If you didn't want to wait, if you were having troubles with it, you could download this. It would either download it directly to your PC, or you could also uh, download an ISO image, which I've done both. I have a backup copy just in case that this goes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I, don't, I wouldn't be surprised, um, but I do have a backup copy just in case. And after I did it that way, it just, it, the install went seamless. I expected issues, honestly, from the install itself, but I didn't have any issues once I did that route. Um, it, it did install on mine. You know, without incident after after I did the little stuff, and I, I figured there's a reason that they were having people do it in waves. Um, you know, it's running on my other desktop right now with you know a load of icons and everything on the bottom. Uh, the one thing I, well, only thing I had to do was I had to install a video card driver. Um, I did have to do the same thing. Uh, my driver was fine. The one that came shipped with Windows 10 would function, but um, 3D rendering or anything intensive that would use your graphics card uh, didn't work right. So I had to actually go download, re-download the official Windows 10 driver from AMD, the newest updated driver that would work with my graphics card. 
So and then once I did that, was, that was literally the only problem that I've big major problem that I've had when it comes to performance. Um, the the video card that's in this is basically a GeForce um, seventy six hundred GS. Um, you know, five twelve RAM. Not not the newest video card in the world, but one that worked well with seven. Well, um, Nvidia doesn't have Windows ten drivers for that card, <laughs> but the Windows seven Windows seven driver installed just fine though, and it works just fine, which is kind of weird. <laughs> I was like, wow. Um, so, you know, I've got the maximum resolution that I can get and all of that. And and I imagine 3D rendering will work just fine. It's I haven't tested it yet, but, um, you know, privacy issues aside, there was, you know, Edge function. It, it does render stuff quickly, but there are times when I try to scroll and sometimes it would freeze and a little... And I'm like, intermittent freezes. And I'm like, um, what? That I know of, I haven't had that issue with, uh, with the Edge browser. I I have, um, I think I did encounter like it not wanting to scroll at certain points. Other than that, it's just, it's pretty much ran fine. I'm not, I'm not a fan of it per se, but. It's definitely better than IE. <laughs> like, like I, I can run WWE Network streaming on it fine because they integrate Flash with it. But um, the only, the only major issue is that when it's streaming video, and it could be YouTube, and for some reason Internet Explorer has this issue now too. It doesn't, it doesn't render video correctly. Audio will play fine, but I I have to use a different browser entirely, Chrome or Firefox. They'll both play stuff just fine. Huh. Um, Edge and IE, on the other hand, not so much. Um, I'm guessing there's a reason why people why they were trying to stagger out the upgrades. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, man, that's the price I pay for skipping in line, I guess. <laughs> well, with a, a fairly large software release such as this, especially with an operating system, and you find this with Linux distributions as well, um, you're going to have those day zero problems, day zero patches, which... To my knowledge, Windows hasn't or Microsoft hasn't pushed out, pushed out a day zero patch at the moment, but there are issues. Um, I haven't had any of the issues that you've mentioned, but the issues that I have had are uh, I've noticed some performance problems when it's uh, I, I leave my PC, the one I'm on right now, my gaming desktop, I leave it running pretty much nonstop. I never turn the damn thing off, which. Sometimes it benefits the hardware. The hardware, if it's designed to be running and not being shut down a lot, it'll do just fine. And it's better for it, and it's better for the longevity. And it's never hurt any of the hardware that I've had. The motherboard's three years old. Uh, I built everything brand new, so it's it's solid. I love this PC, but uh, Windows isn't very solid when it comes to running an idle for that long. Um, I noticed my, uh, let's see. 
my start menu icon disappeared. I could still click on that location. Some of the rendering was just literally screwed up, like Cortana's bar was shifted over, hiding some of the other icons. Some things weren't showing up. Like if I right-clicked on the uh, task bar, it would just come up with a little black bar. The um, you, All your task bar background applications, the little uh, notch arrow, the little carrot key, that's supposed to bring up that menu with all all the th- stuff that's running in the background w- was missing. So I couldn't bring all that up to close an app. Um, oh man. The time was stuck from two hours ago. So the clock wasn't updating, but if I clicked on the actual clock for the time and date settings and bring up the calendar, the time was still incrementing properly. Um, I just had all kinds of little minor things that are really kind of killing the uh, user experience for me. Oh my god! And that's not the only problem I had either. The the whole performance issue set of problems. That's not the only problem that I've had either. I uh, for those of you that have watched the podcast or listened to the podcast before, you probably know that I'm a big fan of Minecraft. I'm a big gamer. Um, I wanted to play Minecraft recently. My fiance and I were going to jump on, or well, wife now, sorry. We're married. We got married yesterday. Um, we were going to jump on and play on a server together, and I just assumed that Java wasn't going to cause a problem. I had like three or four different versions installed, and a couple of them were JDKs because you probably also know that I'm a developer if you've been following. <laughs> uh, so I was messing around with that, and Java didn't want to work. I uninstalled it, reinstalled it multiple times. And I, I always, by default, pick the 64-bit version because I've got a 64-bit processor, and if you want to allocate more than a gigabyte of RAM to the Java virtual machine, you have to download the 64-bit version because I think Java 32-bit is limited at 1.5 gigabytes allocated specifically to the Java virtual machine. I think that was a little bit. I don't remember. But if you want to go past that limit, you have to download the 64-bit version. Well, the 64-bit version doesn't want to run on my PC. Oh, Regardless wow. of whether I downloaded specific updates of 1.7 or Java 1.8, none of it wanted to work unless I downloaded an older version of 1.7 update 45 of the 32-bit version. Then I could finally run basic Minecraft, but I, I play heavy modded Minecraft, so I need that extra RAM. So I can't play Minecraft at the moment or run any intensive Java applications, which isn't going to hurt me. I've got a lot of other things I can do. It's just another annoying thing that came with this version of Windows. Oh, wow. Can you play it, can you play it on your MacBook? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm running... Um, let's see, what is it? The... OSX El Capitan beta right now. So I've had some issues with some development software on it. But uh, as far as Java goes, I don't think I've had any problems with it. Uh, now that they've released the patch, they released a patch. It was locking up beforehand, but they released a patch, and now it's fixed. But it's that's also beta software. This is not beta software. <laughs> that beta software is functioning better than this is. And this is production well, and and I, you know, I was listening to an episode of uh, Windows Weekly on uh, on the Twit Network, and and you know, you know, come to find out that you know, of course, th- they kind of um, 
they they instead of pushing the release back, they kept it at the 29th of July. Um, stack tried to stagger out the upgrades, and then from there, they're, they're planning on having like this you know threshold update in September in the fall. So, <laughs> so, so right now, Windows 10, yes, it's missing features. <laughs> Oh, but but it's supposed to be the last version ever, and they're supposed to be constantly updating it and all that good jazz. So it's just uh, I don't know. I will say it did not touch my dual boot, as far as I know. Um, Me either. I honestly expected to have issues with the um, um, boot manager with Windows uh, Boot Manager that it installs. Usually when you do that, if you do a dual boot situation and install Windows after you install like a Linux operating system or BSD-based system, usually that overwrites Grub, and Grub, dis- well, disappears. You can get it back. It's it's not necessarily easily easy depending on what kind of uh, Linux or BSD system you installed, but... When it came to this, the upgrade just went just fine. <laughs> Didn't even touch my dual boot. And of course, of course uh, it's still this Windows Seven, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Same for mine. I'm pretty sure I can go into, which I'd probably need to, so I can at least update the Linux kernel and everything else. Um, go in and then re re um, populate that list. But um, there, there's all there's also. Uh, there's also the issue of, um, you know, Rock Paper Shotgun had uh, an article on how to opt out some of the uh, components of, that um, provides Microsoft with ad revenue. And some of the stuff they described is, well, it's nothing new. Google does it. Apple does it. <laughs> um, th- these other companies do it, too. Although... Although Microsoft may be trying to take stuff a little bit further than that, capturing in theory capturing keystrokes and all that good stuff. Although, although there's been people saying Wi-Fi Sense is not that big of a deal, seeing as how you never they never see a password ever and it's encrypted. Although the concern there would be if Microsoft servers were broken into, then that might be an issue. But um, if all else fails, you can actually turn it off. And Wi-Fi Sense apparently was a feature in Windows 8.1, I believe. Uh, I wouldn't fun, be surprised. Windows 8 Phone, actually. Oh, really? From what I understand. So that's not anything new. Um, but yeah, I... I you know I have Chrome open on this machine because well um, rather not sign into Google services on the two main browsers and and the the plugin support supposed to be coming in this threshold update by the way <laughs> so so if if you're worried about pop ups don't use Edge <laughs> I honestly don't necessarily see a problem with not having um, plugins. And the reason I see say that is because not because I want to be able to customize it because yeah, I'm totally against not being able to customize it. But 
from a, a security standpoint, you could theoretically download a plugin that could cause some problems to your computer. Maybe that might be part of the intention, or they were just not fast enough on getting that update out. <laughs> yeah, and and um, in all in all seriousness, there there's there's people who've praised it, and others who are like, "Oh, I'm just going to roll back to seven. And others <laughs> others who are like, "Well, I've got a year; I'll just wait," and all of that. So it's just like, okay. Um, and I, and I figured in order to keep up with competition, take a look to see what they're doing right. The start, the start menu, not taking up the whole screen. You can actually resize it. I'm like, why wasn't this available back in XP? You know, uh, I did not know that you could resize it. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. I, I can move the mouse to, you know, the outboard, both the outer borders, not, you know, Obviously not in the lower parts of the screen, but you can be like, "Yeah, I'm going to have it take up this much space." Huh? It won't take up <laughs> like it won't take up the full screen, but you can have it take up a good chunk of it, especially if you if you've got a lot of tiles and stuff and you know added. But And um, you know they'll they'll be updating Office for those who have an Office 365 subscription, and I'm keeping tabs on that too to see okay what's changed. I, I will say that there are tutorial videos they need to make sure that they're in proper order because I was you know looking at you know work you know working with Word and how to create a new document on the part where it's supposed to tell, show you saving a document, it starts talking about macros. I'm like, well, somebody screwed <laughs> up. <laughs> somebody screwed up. on a- You better a developer was like, hey, I wonder if I can have some fun with this and make some people get really confused. Yeah, and I was like, I, and I brought that up in their one of their community deals, and I was like, um, uh, one of your things is out of order. Um I don't think people need to be learning about VBA macros when they want to know how to save a file, basically. I was like, I'm weird. If I'm going to learn something, you know, sequential order, I'm kind of strange like that. <laughs> but um, but moving right along, um, they're, they're, tr- they're talking about Continuum where they're, you know, having a consistent kind of feel of sorts across phones, tablets, and computers. And you all, you know, kind of changing the landscape of sorts. But you also have, you know, people who are trying to almost merge console gaming and PC gaming. Um, we, ha- we haven't talked about Steam Machines in a while. And you brought... you been a long while. Yeah. Um and and you you know listed off some steam machines i looked at you know i glanced at them and i'm like if i didn't know better they're glorified pcs specialized for a single purpose that's literally all a steam machine is um <laughs> valve at one point was working on basically creating their own gaming console but yeah, the the idea behind it is that it's not just a gaming console. It's a little more like an actual gaming PC because you get the entire Steam platform 
And in this case, you're getting Steam OS, so you have you're a little bit more limited on what games you can play because Steam OS is based on a Debian version of Linux. Um, but it's it's yeah, what you said is true. It's an overglorified PC, unfortunately. It has its benefits and it has its drawbacks. Um, the the first one listed, I I actually you know. I work retail, so I, I saw saw one of them, and you know, locked in a case in electronics, and I'm like, I, I remember seeing like the you know, like kind of a flyer or kind of a signage for it of sorts, like around last year, you know, around November or something like that, and yeah. and I don't know if the thing sold at all or not, other than that, because it's like nobody's advertising it when. When I was still working there at the same Walmart that you're working at, um, at certain points, I when I was on light duty, I injured myself at work, but uh, I had to basically stand guard in electronics because they didn't want me to do anything else. They didn't want me to hurt myself. So I had I had one customer in the probably close to a month's time that I spent actually working in uh, electronics. I had one customer come up and ask me about the Alienware console. That was it. One customer. And thankfully he got me instead of somebody else who's usually on overnights who probably doesn't know a damn thing about PCs or gaming consoles in general. Uh, I'm not trying to brag about my knowledge because trust me, I'm not the, I'm not an expert. There's definitely things out there that other people right. know that I'm going to direct you to them first because I'll be like, I'll tell you what I can, but after a certain point, it's going to sound like I'm just saying bullshit, and that's because I am. So <laughs> you go talk to this other guy. But I know enough about PCs and gaming consoles in general to sit there and explain to him that it's basically a glorified PC. It has gaming hardware in it. I can tell him exactly what the hardware is. It's a Core i5 desktop-based processor. I think it's a it's a, a one of their latest Haswells, for, 42 or 4500 something. It's a quad core without hyper threading, and it's got a NVIDIA GTX 600 something. I don't remember exactly what it is. I think it's a 660, is what it was at the time. I think it's updated now, but that's what it was at the time when I remember seeing it with only two gigs of GDDR5, which is enough. I was run, my gaming PC that I'm on right now had. Uh, a graphics card with only one gig of GDDR5, which I may do, and it it worked, but more memory is so much better because I've been running some games now on the one that I have that has four gigs of GDDR5, and there are some games that will take up all of that, and that's just running in... Um, I think I was just running it in like 1080p. What game was it? I can't remember. But yeah, more more video memory is definitely a benefit. But um, but they but you were explaining it to him. Did they buy it or no? No, he mostly was just asking some questions about it, like asking what what's the deal with it. And I, I explained to him what it was that it's basically just a PC. It's got now with the Alienware Alpha. I can't say this for some of the others. Uh, the Alienware Alpha actually has a custom UI. Um, it comes with SteamOS. It's based on Windows 8.1, which now will be updated to Windows 10. Um, it uh, has a custom UI that will you can either go to, 
I think you have an option to go to the BIOS. You can go to some settings or go to SteamOS or go to Windows. And if you go to SteamOS, it's basically just opening, opening Steam in big picture mode in, on top of Windows. So other than that and coming with an Xbox controller that works out of the box, there's really no added benefit to having it other than being able to pretty much have like an HTPC hooked up to your uh, t- TV in the living room. Because, you know, it's, you know, it's got the, looks like it's, because in theory, one could hook it up to the right type of monitor and boom, away you go. <laughs> and everything else, I'm like, in for, you know, under $500 for the specs that were listed doesn't look like a bad price for any machine. Although you could get a more dedicated console for even cheaper. I have not. I haven't had an issue with my uh, PS4. I actually love my PS4. <laughs> I, I like playing on my PC much better, but the PS4 was definitely worth the price, especially since I was able to get, pick up the bundle instead of just buying the PS4 itself for four hundred bucks. I got the bundle, which came with uh, GTA V and uh, The Last of Us, which is an excellent game, by the way. So, and it's PS uh, PS4 exclusive. Um, so do. You- do you think um, do you think Valve's going to eventually try to, you know, evolve SteamOS to a point where their port of Steam will actually support more games? Yeah, yeah. Um, right now, you can already see that there's many other games that are actually being supported by SteamOS um, and AAA titles too, not just bunch of like arcade based games or games that are kind of sort of 3d rendered and some 3d rendered games that are just uh there because it's indie developers originally it was almost nothing but indie developers with the exception of valve pushing all of their games onto the linux scene but now you can get games like um uh, metro last light metro 23 2033 sorry which are both first person shooter games which are very intense on your hardware, They're, they uh, <laughs> don't run at very good frame rates unless you have absolute beast hardware. It'd probably even make mine cry. Uh, but and it's all on Linux now. Their game engine is fully supported on Linux, Mac, and Windows. Um, I, well, it may just be Linux and Windows. Um, the newest Batman Arkham game that had just recently come out, which I played and uh, beat already, <laughs> um, Batman Arkham Knight came out. And it's on. It's available on Linux as well. I think it's not coming out until later. But it, it's got its own set of issues. I'm not delve into that right now. But it has major performance problems on PCs. Um, but there's there's a plethora of games coming out now that are AAA titles that are very popular that are also on consoles that are becoming available on SteamOS. Future games are starting to support it. Um, so it's it's looking good. <laughs> So it the sounds looking very good for Valve. <laughs> so it sounds like they're they're hedging their bets. Yeah, I think th- I think they've well they've got the uh, ability to do that do so because they make ninety nine percent of their revenue off of the Steam platform. They have no. Uh, that's part of the reason why they haven't released many video games lately. They they update some of the ones that they've had. They've ported it to new platforms and stuff like that. But they haven't made that many games recently since Dota 2, but that was 
they pulled in developers from people that actually made the original Dota, which was a mod for uh, uh, Warcraft. So they pulled in some of the developers to help them out on that. And they've done that with some other projects, but for the most part, they just support their platform. And they were working on SteamOS for a while. So that's what's making them the most money. So that's what they're going to push the hardest. I I remember seeing the coverage, you know, from Pharaonix and people accusing them of uh, rumor mongering about them. And then finally, they were vindicated when it turned out that, yeah, they, they were actually looking at a at moving to another platform and expanding outward. And I was like, that, that was huge. I was, uh, I was able to get in on the beta for that. So I've, I had the wonderful opportunity of running that in Ubuntu when it first came out. Oh, it was, it had so many problems when it was in beta at certain points. And then now it's install and go. It's, it's even in Ubuntu's repositories. You don't even have to go to the website download it. You can just type sudo apt-get install steam. <laughs> I think that's the most awesome thing. And, and, and the funny thing is um, steam was the subject of a pilot episode that Stephen Kelly and I did too. It was episode zero. Um, and we talked about it and he looked, noticed that there was some pretty good looking games already for it. You know, a lot of indie titles, but they were pretty good. And he's like, there are some really good indie titles out there. Um, one of which that I played recently was for, um, I think it's available on Linux too. I don't remember, but it's based on the, um, source engine that Valve put out. It's called uh, The Stanley Parable. It's an absolutely funny game. It's it's mostly a storytelling kind of thing, kind of an arcade thing. You run through and then you make various choices, but it's 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 absolutely hilarious and fun and a very good video game. Uh, now, now, if RPG Maker suddenly becomes available on Linux through Steam, which it's already available on Steam, just not on all um, OS platforms, then then I'll be like, yes, because it allows you to make your own RPGs SNES style. So I'm like, yes. But yeah, um, I, I don't see much of a difference between Steam machines and PCs, just that you argue for building a dedicated computer instead. That well, that might be a biased uh, <laughs> option, though, because uh, I've built my own PC, and honestly, it's not hard to build a PC. Um, if you if you ever want to do that for yourself, it's it's relatively easy. And if you are uncomfortable with doing it, there's tons of people out there that know it, know how to do it. There's tons of YouTube shows. I've got a, tons of YouTube channels that I watch all the time. Even though I know how to build a PC, I still go back and watch some stuff because. You never know. There might be something that you don't know, or there's something new that you could try. Like, I really want to build – I helped a fun friend of mine build, like, a really tiny uh, PC, basically kind of like an HTPC build, uh, home theater PC. That's what that stands for. I said it earlier, but I didn't, didn't explain what it meant. But um, in a, there's different form factors of cases, and in this case, it's a ITX PC case, so really tiny, cramped hard to fit everything in there, but I thought it was absolutely fun. It was so fun. I loved it. Um, then I also, I want to build like something really big 
maybe a server someday, but financial limitations can really put a hamper on that. Uh, yeah, one day I'll be able to go to the Reasons website and get their biggest, baddest desktop with like 32 gigabytes of RAM just because I can. <laughs> I don't blame you. Uh, brings back memories of the old Dell Inspire on a head that I was among the first wave of home users that had one gigabyte of RAM in their machine. I was like, yeah, why not? And then suddenly I discovered that they had a different system that had like a configuration for two. And I'm like, well, ah, (laughs) oh, well, it, it, you know, my, the warranty expired and that's when things went wrong. In my case, it was an angry sibling and they, you know, a fit of anger, the screen got smashed and that's all right. I, I eventually, I eventually moved on from that and got different systems. Anyway, it was getting long in the tooth. So, but, but yeah, it, it was after the warranty had passed. So I'm like, well, <laughs> I thought it, retrospect. I think it's hilarious, but I had to turn the thing into a desktop, and eventually, I gave it away to somebody else and told them just hook it up to an external monitor. I suspect it was starting to kind of slowly go out because aging hardware and all that. And it just was bright. Stuff was just not quite running the way I wanted it to, but oh well. Uh, So are you you eventually going to experiment with a steam machine? Are you going to be like, nah, no, I have no reason to. Um, If I do anything, I might have been thinking about building a PC for my wife um, because she's got a gaming laptop right now and it's, it's fine for a while, but I I feel like we, her and I both might want something in the living room and I'll probably just build like a little mini ITX uh, PC and um, just stuff. I might put some pretty crazy hardware in there. I might not. I don't know yet. I haven't really decided. She doesn't really necessarily want anything at the moment. When the time comes, I'll build something. And that will probably be my Steam machine. And I'll probably end up having it stick with uh, Windows just because she's more of a Windows person. She can actually navigate through Ubuntu. She's figured that out that enough from me leaving my PC running all the time and switching back and forth between Linux and stuff. So, <laughs> so she, she can navigate the stuff if she has to. It's well, I mean, from my perspective, I'm pretty much like, um, in the Linux land, you have desktop environments, but I am like window manager agnostic now because I can just go to like windows 10. I figured it out pretty quickly. It's not hard for me to figure it out. I can go sit in front of a Mac. I can navigate a Mac. I can jump on any Linux distribution and pretty much figure it out. So I don't have any problems with that. I see how it can be really easy. There are some situations where it's a little bit clunky, especially when the first few iterations of uh, Ubuntu's Unity came out. It had some issues, but it's, it's better now. I, I 
on one of the releases, I switched to the classic uh, GNOME desktop because of it. I was like, hmm. And, and I was disappointed that they got rid of the 2D rendered version of it because I'm like, well, on some hardware I have, it probably wouldn't do very well. Yeah, I mean, th- that's the biggest drawback of the Unity desktop now is that I, I think they might have added this feature where it's supposed to be kind of dynamic and be able to tell whether or not you are able to run 3D rendering. But on an old PC, I think it's the gateway that I gave you, uh, it would not run it to save its life. It could not run Unity at all. So I had to figure out some some alternative. And My usual, usual go-to alternative is XFCE. I absolutely love it. I don't know why. That's maybe because of the simplicity and the tons of uh, customization that you can have. I personally like it. It's based off of GNOME, so you've got all those uh, options, and it's built on uh, uh, GTK+. So all the different things are pretty much uh, backwards compatible and stuff like that. And and I and obviously um, LXDE, which um, it'll be interesting to see how. Um, how the maintainers of Raspbian will handle uh, handle um, you know LXQT because well no that's not the name of that anymore they the, both projects merged and it's going to be based on QT instead of GTK plus I'm still technically running LXDE on Raspbian on the Raspberry Pi and. And um, that, and I've been able to navigate it just fine, but I'm like, okay, how, how are they how are they going to handle that? Because <laughs> at, at any time I run an app, CPU usage goes to like a hundred percent, which makes it hard to multitask. But it's not designed to multitask; it's designed to do one thing at a time. So. I don't know. I'm I'm still messing with it. Um, but yeah, I think this was actually a very good episode. Um, we'll we'll see what Microsoft does. See if they actually solve some problems and how many new ones they create, <laughs> which will get interesting. Um, one other thing I forgot to mention to you earlier, Thomas, is that with Windows 10, if you uh, we've talked about Minecraft in the past, and I was talking about not being able to play Minecraft at the moment because I couldn't install Java. But if you have Windows 10, if you go to the Windows uh, Store, Mojang has released a Windows 10 edition of Minecraft. <clears throat> and we had talked about the future of Minecraft after uh, Notch sold sold off the the company basically um and microsoft bought them out for what was it two point something billion dollars i said it, it was a significant sum it was ridiculous but it's they well <clears throat> basically microsoft bought out uh, mojong and they've released a windows 10 edition of minecraft which you do not need java to run which one of the predictions or my one of my hopes that microsoft would do with the game is that they would optimize the uh, engine. And I think from what I've read so far, and I have not read very much into this, and this is just from some comments that I saw in the Windows Store, uh, 
is that it's actually now written in C++, which is pretty evident that it doesn't require Java. So it's written in something. It's either C++ or C Sharp or something, but the performance is much better. And there's some new features, and then there's some there's some things that are missing. But the overall um, overview that I'm seeing so far is that it's a very, very pleasant, uh, new, fresh breath of air for Minecraft. So I think that might be something we can talk about in the future if I can do some real good testing with it and get some more information. And you ha- you'll have access since you already paid for I've actually already downloaded it. It's on my PC right now. I played it a little bit. So I, I haven't got into it that much. And if I get a craving for Minecraft, I might just jump into that and play it for a little bit. My only question at this point is, Are they? does that mean it's no longer going to be as cross-platform? Because didn't this thing used to run on Linux-based systems too because of Java? Yeah, because it's it basically is just a jar file. Uh, that um, the, when you download the Windows version, you're just it's an executable, but when you double click on it, it creates a bunch of files and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure it has just a jar file embedded in the executable, and then it just looks for a version of Java and then runs it that way because it's on ba- based on Java. That's the reason why it was so easy for them to port it to Android because Android's Android apps are written in Java unless you use the NDK but I won't get into that. Um, the only difficulty was them uh, porting it to iOS, which is all based on uh, Objective-C. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I'm trying to... I can't do... The buttons for nine ninety nine free trial are not even enabled. So... So you can't do anything with it in the Windows Store yet. It's listed... Uh, well, that might be – they might have stopped it or something because I do have it downloaded and installed. Because I, I Now, since I'm an uh, existing owner of a copy of Minecraft, I had to go in and – I had to find the link, but I had to go in and basically update my account and stuff like that and then download a key so I could ask access the Windows 10 beta edition or beta Windows 10 beta so it looks like I can get a copy of the Kindle app for free too, which I'll save that for another time. <laughs> um, but, but right now it's just, um, there, there, there's, there's some stuff they got to work on, um, better integration, better Skype integration or, you know, because I don't, th- I believe they didn't want to actually have the desktop app be downloaded when it says, Oh, get Skype or something like that. But you know, it is what it is. Um, a lot of your windows seven stuff will, will run except for, you know, windows media center, but it's kind of obsolete now since there are better options. And, and frankly, I, you know, I, I don't mind the interface. Um, it feels like it's a bare essential OS right now that it probably could use some more stuff and, and hopefully, um, there'll be some, at least more up-to-date drivers, 
Although I'm not sure if NVIDIA wants to be more supportive of legacy hardware. Though I did note seven drivers do work for the most part. I haven't had any issues. Just the just the video playback in IE and Edge, for whatever reason, not working right. Um, well, whereas it works in other browsers. And I think... Heck, I think even their movies app, anything, if it's a Microsoft app, for the most part, it doesn't work. Mm. I haven't tr- I've been tried media pl- Windows Media Player, but I can open it up in VLC for Windows 8 or or Media Player Classic, and the video file will actually play just fine. It's kind of weird. I think they, they've got some work to do on it. Yeah, definitely. And maybe I ought to consider getting more up-to-date stuff for it, but I don't know. Um, but I think that just about wraps it up. Um, uh, next week... Um, what would you like to talk about next time? Because I've been racking my brain too and coming up empty. Well, I'd, I'm actually playing <laughs> the Windows 10 beta for Minecraft right now. I was messing with it a little bit. So I might just go ahead and uh, tinker with that a little bit more and let's see if they actually get any uh, more updates for it and see if they bring some of the features that they kind of ripped out of the game. Um, I mean, it's it's not... It's it won't degrade from the experience. I'm just a, like a kind of like a Minecraft power user because there's so many different ways that you can do things, uh, especially handling the inventory and stuff like that. And then there's other features that they've ripped out of the game, like uh, you can't put it in full screen at the moment. It's it's a pure desktop app. The performance is excellent. <laughs> the performance is amazing. I love it so far when it comes to that. And then there's some certain features in there that kind of enhance the 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 feel of it, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> so, I'll see. I'll see if I can't somehow take a look at at um, that as well, and maybe compare some uh, gaming on on ten how it stacks up. At least on this system, it's I have a this thing is a quad core, but it's an older quad core system, so. Um, you know, mileage may vary because we we haven't really talked about gaming much in a while. No, we haven't. <laughs> Especially with uh, Final Fantasy VII, apparently they're going to be making some changes to the storyline to a point, which I don't know if if it's going to be a big deal or if it's just going to be more along the lines of making the story flow make a little bit more sense or something, but who knows. But I think that just about wraps it up. Do something gaming-related. Sounds good to me. We could probably talk about uh, Final Fantasy VII. I I still haven't beat that game. I, I've played it for years off and on, and I haven't. Uh, when I had the PlayStation Edition, I never got past the second disc. Like, I would just start on the second disc and then <laughs> never get any farther. So, maybe I'll force myself to get into that. I've played so many video games, it's just. I get sidetracked. <laughs> so. Well, 
Well, we'll we'll see when they finally release uh, this uh, remake. But I may try to see if I can't obtain a copy of it myself. But um, I guess we'll we'll chat chat it out next week. Maybe talk Minecraft, see how it works for you. And I may try to dabble in it a bit myself. Alrighty. That sounds good to me. All right. So entertain yourself, educate yourself, empower yourself. I'm Thomas. And I'm Shaggy. Shaggy Steven. And you all have a good week. Take it easy, guys. <laughs>